about everything So many things that we can't explore Documented in a series of podcasts I'm not sure what we're doing this for Flat 29's big book of everything Then all the textbooks cause they're obsolete It's our attempt to rewrite history By making podcasts every other week Hi, I'm Dan I'm Charlie. And I'm Rich. And we're collectively known as Flat 29. Each episode, we add a brand new chapter to our big book of everything, gradually building up a comprehensive guide to everything in and around our universe. This episode is chapter 69. We've already done a chapter on sexy, I'm afraid. Right back at the start. Go and have a listen to it. This chapter is history. So in our Big Book of Everything, in each chapter we cover a new topic and try and comprehensively study it through the medium of some kind of quiz slash game. Like the sort of quiz slash games you've all been playing on Zoom all the time at the moment. Um, In just 29 minutes, we will discuss all aspects of the topic via questions that we have for each other, concerns, problems, worries, issues. And as we answer those questions, points will be assigned for the best answers and an overall winner will be crowned at the end. The winner will receive a very exciting prize. So we go now live to our prize correspondent, Rich Green, to describe the historical prize that's on offer today. Uh, The winner this week will receive a journey through history. Right. And how and why will that be administered? That's the tagline for the prize. (laughs) But the the actual prize is that you just go to the Natural History Museum or something. Or something. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) The tagline is a journey. What what was the tagline? I forgot. (laughs) I don't know, mate. It's your tagline. (laughs) Rule number one of pitching a tagline. Remember what the tagline is. A journey through history. So you're going to take the winner to the Natural History Museum. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty great there. And also, I've never been... So, oh, so you're hoping you win it? <laughs> really? You've never been to the Natural History Museum? Well, no, I'm, I'm not hoping I win because I'm the way we've set it up. I'm taking the winner. There, yeah, you're so going either way, aren't you? Either way, you're going. <laughs> Just depends whether you go on your own or not, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Would you I prefer wander around to go uh, solo so you can really consider the exhibits, or do you want to chat about it on the way round? Um, I mean, let's look at this. About you're going with me because clearly I'm going to win this. <laughs> so, uh, well, I mean, probably it's nice to have someone to, you know, bounce ideas off when you're looking at the artifacts, isn't it? It'd be great, what Rich. We, of... we can go to the museum late and we can go and get drunk with the dinosaurs. It'd be fun. Yeah. Rich, what kind of ideas do you think you're going to be having while you wander around the Natural <laughs> History Museum that you need to bounce off someone? I don't know, Dan. I feel like it's Just... going to be Rich Green's breakthrough theory on the history of evolution. Yeah, I might, ha- I might have some kind of like, yeah, significant thought that wow. needs expressing based on <laughs> well, what's before me. He's going to solve some of life's great mysteries. <laughs> I like that because that could apply to any situation with you. I might mm. have a significant thought based on the situation <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> well, let's hope that happens in this podcast today. Let's just wait around and see because uh, we're ready to start. Rich, have you got a big historical button to push to yeah, so uh, get us all started? It's very old, so I'll just blow the dust off of it. Ooh. The dust. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Very dusty. Okay, I'm pushing it now. <laughs> I actually think that was one of your best acting performances so yeah, far. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Flat 29. 
Okay, guys, sometimes when we look at historical documents, uh, sometimes some of the things that have been the most useful in describing history have been things like diaries and records of just people's ordinary days. You just want to know what was a day in the life of a Roman person like for example it tells us a lot of information so this podcast could be a historical document people could look back on it to see what was happening in 2020 uh and so we could go on about the big news events that are going on but what people might really be interested in is a slice of life so what kind of details do you think would be useful to share on this podcast to give people a slice of life in uh in in our lives right now Ooh, that's that's a tough question i mean i think there's a lot of interest just in the the day-to-day uh goings on so i mean the really the minutiae of every moment of my life so get up scratch my ass uh wander to the bathroom glare bleary-eyed into the mirror trying to shake <laughs> off yesterday's hangover um you know kind of uh perform my my daily ablutions and then um stroll through to the kitchen uh, and then going on in, in nauseating detail about quite what I'm having that day because it all. Well, provide... I mean, we've only got for the first few minutes yet, so this I, is going to go on for I a know, while. It's important because that way you provide the social context by listing what my diet is and. Uh, What's your diet? Well, if I say I was having breakfast, I might say have uh, uh, some some porridge with a sprinkling of, of or a handful of blueberries and, and maybe not sprinkling of granola, <laughs> oh. trying a bit crunch in there. Um, Very nice, you know, and, and then some some fruit on the side and a cup of tea. And Has the uh, bread maker just pinged? The, the bread maker just pinged. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a fresh bread is wafting wafting through my flat. And, Delightful. Uh, you know that that's there. You know, perhaps then when I get to lunchtime, there'll there'll be some uh, sandwiches on freshly baked bread. Will you um, keep a record of your bowel movements? Well, I mean... For historical accuracy. All all that really does is give a guide to my gut health rather than anything else, I suppose. (laughs) People might be interested in that. I think you should start that diary now. I mean, I I will have a think about it. I think that the key bit there is having a really clear uh, plotter for that. So um, I'll crack on with the Excel spreadsheet and and make sure that it's... And would you have uh, some formulas in that spreadsheet? (laughs) (laughs) If I don't, is it even Excel spreadsheet? <laughs> any uh, got any conditional formatting in that bad boy? It's conditional formatting. It's um, you know automatically comes up with the date, plots the time. Yeah. Uh, and on the conditional tables. formatting, you'll be on a on a, a, a traffic light system to to show <laughs> up my my uh, gut health. I was thinking you've got a, like a column for going to the toilet, and when it's a poo, it goes brown. Yeah, that's what you were thinking, was it? Is this, is this rich? Is this one of the ideas that you were talking about a minute ago? That sometimes yeah. a great thought might come to you. Is that exactly. one of them? And then yeah, you could pie chart it, brown and yellow. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. And then average it over time. Be brilliant. <laughs> See, because then you can you can rate the uh, quality of your stool on speed, damage, and aggression. <laughs> also, you could make a du- like a Dulux color chart style um, thing of your pee, all the different shades. Uh, I mean, well, this uh, is other that delightful. many outside of, of, of brown. And call it 50 Shades of May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that's your, that's your diary. <laughs> it's just graphs. There's not even any text. It's just pure graphs. <laughs> um, Rich, what goes on in your normal life that people might find interesting in years to come? Um, I mean, I could do a biscuit inventory. Yeah, and... What I mean, what's that? What so you're going to count up how many you've got day to day? Yeah, I'm going to like say how many are in the biscuit jar and how many mm. are in stock, and, and how many then, are in you. 
Hamner and me. It's a good um, idea because you can family. track trends of when people are having biscuits and then confront them with evidence. Yeah, they'll be like, well, I don't like jam creams. Well, actually, if you look at the evidence. <laughs> you, you can see who ate all the pink wafers. You scoffed yeah. 20 of these mothers in the last week. <laughs> Cool. Well, I'm going to give I'm going to give Charlie the point for his very detailed. Basically, I'm going to give Charlie the point because his breakfast sounds lovely. I, I, that's actually my breakfast. Uh, it sounds delicious, sounds and I'm good. really jealous. Yeah, pretty good. Not gonna lie. It's been two weeks since I last saw you. I wanna know where I stand. I think I'm falling in love with you. Baby, can I be a podcast man? History presents us with a, a, a myriad of time, uh, time periods and, and people. And, um, you know, it's always interesting to think about what it would be like if you were to go back in time and live your life as, as one of those people. So I was wondering if, if you guys had any thoughts about what would be your preferred character to play in history? And and I'm talking about background characters, so you can't go and say be Hitler for a day or um, Genghis Khan for a day or something. <laughs> it's it's what could you be? It's, uh, you can be faithless yokel one, uh, as it were, or um, you know, kind of uh, cannon fodder two. Or something like that. What what character would you pick uh, from okay, history? Okay, so what you're saying is, what who are we? By character, do we play? Do you mean we're going to actually be that person, or are we doing a drama about it? No, I I, I mean you are that person. So you go okay, and you, just you, you become it that in person. Dramatical terms, it, indeed. I mean it, it's okay. like being the 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 non uh, the NPC in a uh, in a video game. So you want us yeah. to be not Hitler, but Hitler's mate? Yeah, basically. You'd be Stormtrooper number five. Yeah. I don't want to be Hitler anyway. Can I just clarify that? <laughs> I know, I'm just heading that off as a thing. You can't. It could be interesting to be Hitler, just because... Essentially rule one, Rich, you can't be Hitler. And then that's not the rule. <laughs> We're just both thinking about being Hitler now, that's the we problem. We put it in our head, man. No, put I'm it just, in our head All now. I want to say is that... You could make some different choices, couldn't you? Well, you could, and but what would be interesting is if you could get into the mindset of Hitler yeah but still retain my own outlook like I can hear the Hitler thoughts and I can hear my thoughts could, yeah. it could be quite interesting I think what you're describing is a blockbuster film and I don't exactly. think you speak German yeah. Rich so, so that's going to struggle you're imagining yeah. that you're you're Hitler and you're committing an atrocity but then your little rich brain pops up going oh why'd you do that you idiot that was really bad yeah Right. But also, you might go. The Hitler might be actually feeling bad about it at some point, and you'd be like, "Ah, <laughs> he had a bit of a heart, but maybe he didn't." <laughs> so and then wanna, if he what, didn't, do you want to? Do you want to reform He him. was a bad egg, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think history has judged Hitler to be firmly in the baddies camp. <laughs> Does anybody have an actual answer? All right. Well, I guess I would want to be one of the. Uh, okay, I want to be around when, like, in the sort of period when humans were first kind of deciding that they were humans. Like, maybe, maybe the first person to pick up a tool and use it with my opposable thumbs. Like, a, some someone who met fashions a kind of flint arrow. How about that? That'd be pretty good. That's too. Oh. You know, you can't be the person that invents that. You gotta be All his, right. me- I'm his, his mate. Right, Why I'm not? His it's mate. not a record anymore. 
anybody dentist. on there. It could I'm be anybody. Watching. I'm a bystander <laughs> while, some, while someone else invents a flint arrow. And I'm the guy saying they'll never catch on. That's rubbish. <laughs> what would you do, though, if, if you were back there and, and you were the, the, you know, somebody with opposable thumbs coming up with the first tools, but you had your brain, but you were living out their life, what would you try and do? Well, am I able to, am I able to control my, like, can I just say... I don't know. Actually, it's a good point because, like, I'd love to say, "Oh, I'm going to invent electricity," but I don't know how to do that. So, what could I feasibly invent given just those materials? I reckon I could fashion a bow and arrow. Very good. So, you think you could advance civilization by just uh, making better tools? Yeah, I think I could advance civilization a very, very small amount, an almost imperceptible amount. To be honest, my skills don't really lie within the realms of practical survival. I think that's what this whole uh, uh, you know, post-apocalyptic lockdown situation has really shown me is that people don't want musicians and uh, podcasters and teachers. Not interesting. We really need to be survivalists. It would be good to know how to whittle. I mean, is whittling any good? I mean, whittling is a hobby and a pastime of just carving bits of wood. It doesn't really have a practical purpose. Yeah, that's true. It would be cool, though, if you could impress a caveman with an ornamental owl. <laughs> would it? Oh. <laughs> I guess I guess so. I mean, assuming you had the tools to do that, but that in itself is quite tricky. So I'm going to be like the first knickknack maker. Okay, that's strong. <laughs> Are you then coming up with the associated um, uh, infrastructure for the shopping? Uh, to, to go with that yeah other people around me are making wheels and stuff and I'm just sculpting really useless <laughs> shit I've made I've got a like piece of slate and I've written live laugh love on it and I'm, you, and I'm you, so you're, you're coming up with key rings of people's names <laughs> carved into them it's kind of yeah yeah I've got people's birthstone and I'm mounting them <laughs> ready to be put on your uh, primitive fridges Does it say like i love my garden on something yeah <laughs> great well i think i am gonna have to give the point to dan for that yes a rare point for me because he'll take uh, it tackle tackled the question well done, yes dan. i got a computer and a laptop too yes i got a tablet and a mobile i can use you're allowed to invite three guests to your dinner party they can be three people from history yeah and i'll rate you in three categories based on who <laughs> you choose can you guess what the three categories are is it speed damage and aggression <laughs> No, oh. it's not. Oh. I, I understand why you think that, though. Because um, that's our criteria for everything. The three categories are ruffles, <laughs> yep. inter-guest chemistry, <laughs> and stimulating chat. Okay. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so do, do they come back as they were at the time of their death? Yeah. And if, say, they were from different countries, could they understand each other? Or would there be a language barrier? Charles, I think you're getting bogged down in the practicalities mm. of this. Hey, he said interguest chemistry was a thing. I'm just checking the rules. <laughs> yeah, you could kind of assume there's at least a translator there. Do you know what <laughs> okay. I mean? Okay. okay. It's, and it's the translator required. doesn't have to be one of the people. No. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go for, for the Ruffles, I'm going to invite Charlie Chaplin, 
uh, okay. famous for his ruffles. He's going to do some light slapstick uh, for the entertainment <laughs> of all. Uh, okay. For the chemistry, I'm going to invite uh, Marie Curie, who is a famous chemist who did pioneering uh, research on radioactivity. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what was the other one? Stimulating chat. Stimulating chat. Uh, I don't know. Who would get on with those guys? I think the thing is that you're yeah. picking one thing for all the categories, but yeah. you, don't, you don't have to pick one for the category. Yeah, yeah. I'll deduce <laughs> whether the interguest chemistry based on what you say. <laughs> okay. Well. I mean, there's some literal chemistry there. There's some literal chemistry. And I think you're already scoring a solid four to five on the raffle count. Out of what? Five. Oh, right. Okay, good. <laughs> but I'd say ke- interguest chemistry at the moment's maybe a three. Right, okay. I don't know what, depends who the last person is on your... Yeah, Mary, Mary Curie would have lots of interesting things to say about science, I imagine. Yeah. Charlie Chaplin, of course, is a silent film star. So <laughs> either wouldn't Bunch. say anything at all or would have loads to say because normally we don't hear him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Might not be able to stop him talking. Yeah. And then the last Running on. Yeah. <laughs> the last one would be shit i don't know i went in too early with two mo have you got any ideas we'll, we'll stick with your two so far dan i would have pocahontas for stimulating chat um she could <laughs> okay <laughs> why, why is that a bad choice she traveled all around the world came to the uk got married and died in the uk or somewhere she planted a tree in the uk so she's been here she's done a lot of worldwide traveling lots of interesting thoughts about can stuff. i just ask about pocahontas because i've not watched pocahontas it's not is part it, of the film is it is she real is it a documentary yes. yeah she planted a mulberry tree in um okay it's based on a real story her con's a real person okay yeah. cool so she's traveled and cultured i'm going to add to my list woody from toy story if we're allowed to invite disney characters <laughs> <laughs> who sadly passed away last year okay okay i'll, I'll come back to your okay. um, scores after may because he's part way through so he's got pocahontas yeah i mean I mean, there is the Disney vibe there, but also the actual Pocahontas is, is pretty cool. Okay. Um, I would probably have um, somebody like Eric Morecambe or something like that for some comedy vibes. Would it be Eric Morecambe or would it be somebody like Eric Morecambe? It would be Eric Morecambe. An Eric I mean, Morecambe I'm, impersonator. No, I want the actor <laughs> Eric Morecambe because I think he's better with the grapefruits um, when okay. reenacting the breakfast scene with Pocahontas that's good for the um, ruffles or also just pa- passing bowls around the table I feel he's, he's got some moves there around the dinner table mm. um, and then also just for fun uh, I would like to also have um, Liberace uh, just for some music and uh, some light entertainment wow that's interesting May. so I'll, I'll think about the, the categories then in my seat as a judge um, so you've got Pocahontas and Eric Morecambe and Liberace. Mm-hmm. I'm scoring you four on the Ruffles. I'm scoring you a two on Interguest Chemistry. Oh no. Thank you. Charles, you and should I'm have sco- invited a chemist. My guy I'm did. I'm scoring you a four on Stimulating Chat. Right. No, I'm not actually. I'm scoring nope. you a three. Oh, oh, come on. Right, let's see how that stacks up against my... Motley Crew. So we, Dan's got Woody from Toy Story. Yeah. R. He's R. got Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. 
and he's got who else was it done Marie Curie I mean is it the character Woody from Toy Story animated or is it literally just the doll no it's the character animated because he's not from history because he hasn't he's not dead he's from yet. a Disney film but he's not dead yet and there was a character. criteria that everyone had to be dead okay so Dan you've <laughs> yeah. got a massive five on yeah. Ruffles oh great about that. Well, it was, It'd be it was hilarious. Already... <laughs> you got a patronising twat from a film Mary that's Curie's... alive and therefore ineligible. Mary Curie's got some great bands. Um, free on into guest chemistry because Charlie that. Chaplin and Woody are getting on very well. Mary Curie a little bit. This is bullshit slightly. And a three on um, stimulating chat what? because. Mary Curie is mainly bringing the three um, <laughs> yes. and a bit of Chaplin but not so much Woody what? he's not got that much to bring disagree um, he's just talking about Andy the whole time so <laughs> that means Mo scores a solid nine mm-hmm. and Dan scores eleven so Yay! Dan wins that one bullshit I'm not giving him I'm not registering now Dan when, as having a point when there when do I he's get to actually do this because it sounds great <laughs> it's bullshit <laughs> A podcast is a media file that is distributed over the internet Using syndication feeds for playback on possible media players and personal computers One of the great historical artefacts is Sonic 1 on the Mega Drive, and I (laughs) have bought that game on every single device I've ever owned. (laughs) I had it on the Mega Drive. As soon as I got, you know, they released like a PlayStation retro remade version. I bought that. I've got it on my iPad. I've got it on the Switch. (laughs) So my question for you is, what's going to be the next format that I can buy... Sonic the Hedgehog 1 on is it my fridge what's it going to be I think there's going to be VR Sonic and it's going to be like the Uh. most nauseating game ever because going into the spin in VR is going to be painful crucially I want the graphics and gameplay to be exactly the same yep it's going to be amazing amazing you have no idea what's going on everything will just be like pixel pixelation will mess with your eyes and make you need glasses you ready for that Dan yeah I'm ready I'll do anything for Sonic 1 (laughs) I knew May would jump in there with VR. I'm just constantly throwing money at that game. Can't stop buying it. (laughs) (laughs) I think, like, it would be cool if it was in a fridge. There's got to be, like, fridges have got screens now, right? Fancy fridges. I'm thinking, like, a a screen on the front of the fridge, but the screen is like a Game Boy screen. Yeah. It's not modern or anything, but it's kind of like got Sonic on it. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping they do it in kind of, yeah, like in a wearable... Uh, device, so you can either have it on a t-shirt or something, but more importantly, say, have it on a pillow so you can play it as you're going to sleep. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd love that. So, you know, you wake up on a Saturday morning, don't have to go out. Do you have to reach for a console? No, it's literally there with you. You can you can be there. Sonic is with you yeah, all the time. in your dreams. in my sleep. Exactly. Fantastic. And, and just think, you know, the, the gentle uh, sounds of the 8-bit uh, Green Hills theme will uh, see you to sleep. I'd lull me to sleep. On the fridge, that happens when you open the door, the sound. Um, there's pressure pads in the um, in the shelves of the fridge so that when you add a pint of milk, you get an extra life. Oh, yeah. So one if you're milk, running one out, life. <laughs> yeah. This is taking a lot away from the classic game, isn't it? If you it? get whole milk, you get, like, free life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you put like some spinach in there or something, you get invincibility. <laughs> um, What's the fridge equivalent of a Chaos Emerald? 
um, some like very fancy cheese. Like what? I don't know. I can't think of a fancy cheese. Like a like lovely a... French blue. Uh, artisanal in, imported something rather. Pecorino nice. from uh, you know your local uh, uh, Italian deli. And whenever you pick something from the fridge, you get the noise of like collecting a ring. Yeah. Ding, and if and if you leave if you leave the fridge door open too much, you get like a um like when he's under the water yeah that'd be good that won't get annoying when you put your shop away will it it'd be great and then also you've got dr eggman which is all the eggs yeah great so you're saying that you have to take the eggs out one by one and jump on them three times yeah yeah to free free the little animals inside I think basically any electronic device could have this. So, like, if you've got, like, a um, pacemaker in your heart, that could have Sonic 1 on it, couldn't it? Nowadays. What would the effect of that be, though? Would it just be the source code of Sonic's in there, <laughs> but it's not really... It, yeah, and it would play directly into your heart. I mean, does it count that you, you jump every time oh, your heart that. beats or something, so you have to exercise to jump at the you right time? Just go time. out buying loads of rings. Yeah. Like, why are you buying another ring? I don't know. Just, oh. Something's driving me to. Well, look, I'm going to give that one to Charlie for his pillow idea, mainly because nice. I can't give it to myself for my fridge idea, uh, which was the best well, I, one. I tried to live out your fridge idea. You did. I feel like it was fully realised, but no, points, no points are available for that. It was solid, though. Um, I liked it. that. Charlie... All right. Um, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> we are. I've come to terms with that. <laughs> we are both My agreed on this. My dad's always on the internet. He goes online all the time. My dad's always on the internet. He's taking over his life. Oh, daddy, won't you talk to me? Sorry, son, I'm just doing a tweet. Seems like I only speak to you on Twitter, Dad. At my dad, do you remember me? Hashtag, my dad's always on the internet. He's taking over his life. Which country would you say has the best history? Oh, uh, Greece. Pretty banging history. Egypt. Great history. Italy, Romans and Shiz. Yeah. But, but why? I mean, you guys are just naming countries. The best history is the longest history, which would be uh, an African country, I imagine. That's where it all began. So I don't know particularly what area, but wherever humans first came from, somewhere in Africa. Well, it's subjectively what you think is the best history, because, I mean... That is what I think. You think somewhere in Africa for first years? Yeah, because of the knickknacks that I was describing earlier. That's when humanity Nick first knacks. really began, <laughs> when the first Nick. So you think those, those early uh, stone chips and, and bone fragments with UG carved into them, yeah, are uh, you know the, the way to have the best history in the world? No, oh, yeah. What about is it South America? Is that where like all the good fossils are? <laughs> <laughs> there are certainly some there. Um, there's but a the, lot in other places. I mean, the good ones. Rich is obsessed with fossils just because he's got an amazing museum on Animal Crossing. That's true. It's incredible, Charlie. I went round it the other day. It's beautiful. I mean, I, I was already, I already like fossils. But, but now you really like fossils. I really like. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about becoming a paleontologist. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Just thinking about it though. Yeah, yeah. Think about it first. <laughs> in in Animal Crossing or in real life, I can't tell with you Both. anymore. 
In Animal Crossing, I am it. In, in Animal Crossing, you're a paleontologist by default, which I quite like. <laughs> this is a real career change. <laughs> it's like you can't not be a paleontologist, <laughs> and that's what I like about that game the most. May, what was the question again? We always have to which, do this. Which country has the best history? Okay, well, the best is the ones with the coolest gods and stuff, which is like your Romes, Greece. your Greece. They've got cool gods. You don't think it's from something a little bit more modern, say Japan, it's ninjas, or... Um... That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, there's kind of... I suppose there's crazy... There's crazy, uh, you know, religious figures all over the world, if you want to delve yeah, into it. Yeah, I think it's it. Mo- Mongolia with its hordes of... of uh, Mongols and I mean Genghis Khan is what uh, China is where one in 30 Europeans or something or one in 6 Europeans is descended from Genghis Khan or something ridiculous I think the first music the first musical instruments might have come from China I think I heard that somewhere so maybe that's pretty cool that's a pretty good one that's true and, and they had fireworks as well which is cool so if you think of first instruments invented in China and then that led to the pinnacle of uh, the Green Hill theme it's like a direct line that's a strong correlation I like that so, yeah I see where you're going you know I, I think I might have to go with Dan for this just the music one I mean I, well I, my timer is just about to run out so what are you fact, doing are you just going to stall until it does <laughs> bloody hell just, listen to this is that a historical tune oh it's great it's just the sort it's of good, music computers listen to Oh yeah, uh, uh, here we go Yeah, yeah, yeah Bring it down Pull up! Let's have it again It's kind of like an ambient techno Yeah, it is, yeah, it's lovely It's just what you want in the morning Orange juice from concentrate You are my best mate Orange juice from Concentrate Won't you concentrate on me? Charlie, let's head over to our official scorekeeper, Charlie, for a rundown of the points. We're, we're having an uneven number of rounds this this time, are we? We know yeah. that the reason you're saying that is because you've counted them up and you haven't won and you feel like there's an injustice that have happened. But come on, Charlie, you just take <laughs> yes, the way that it goes. Clearly you've been keeping score because you know that that's the case. <laughs> it's the way, you just got to roll with it, all right? <laughs> well, so, okay, fine. In, in third place, we have Mr. Richard Green with a solid zero points. Oh, no. No, oh, I lost it happened? today. I was not on my game. Which means this week's winner, with a bullshit three points, because the second point was absolutely not justified in any way, shape, or form. This is Dan not. Pate. This is not impartial. But yay! <laughs> not, not happy about this. You can't have Woody in something that's historical. It's just you not get? true. I got two. Ah oh, well, even if you give me a half, I still win. Yes. I should have given you none. It was an invalid round. In my head, May, even though you told me Pocahontas was a real person, I'm still thinking. Yeah, of the Disney exactly. Character. It's basically the same. We were all allowed one <laughs> Disney character. That was part of the rules. Pocahontas it's... is a real fucking person. Woody's based on a real cowboy toy. No, he fucking isn't. <laughs> Well, look, I'm delighted that I've won. Rich, we're going to London. Oh, yeah. Good, you guys oh, can come yeah. and visit. No, By the time you guys came to visit. We're not visiting you. We're going to the Natural History Museum. Rich has never been to visit me. 
Yep, and he's not starting now. He's not starting now. It's not a great time to start now. <laughs> I mean, Dan end. uses my house as a hotel, but I mean, at least he's been to visit. What we're going to do, Rich, is we're going to go down to um, the Natural History Museum and we're just going to stand there until lockdown measures have been lifted and it's open again. What, are we going to, like, chain ourselves to the railings? Yeah, we're going to chain ourselves, yeah. The police may find you. We'll chain ourselves two metres apart, though, because yeah. we're not... We're not a- animals yeah we're not idiots yeah. i think you guys should stay the fuck at home until uh, this all gets lifted <laughs> all right be responsible fair enough well what what we'll do is we'll go when it when this all blows over we'll go and then we'll stay over at charlie's house that'll be nice for everyone Good. involved we can, we, just we can play as some long tunes. as charlie isn't invited to the museum that's fine yeah, you definitely won't be coming no, to the museum definitely not no we can we can have a lovely evening of all the three of us together and we'll play some tunes and get charlie's some, just yeah, going to be wandering around and the then museum. you two can just leave and go to the museum and leave me to cry you could come to the museum but you'd have to maintain a distance yeah what i'll do is i'll, I'll do the journey with you and then i'll go to the science museum instead where you guys are in the natural history you museum. can come to the museum it's a free country <laughs> you can look around the museum Museum, but if I make eye contact, if I see you, you're in my eye line at any point. Then I'm going. I'll no, be I'm livid. going to a different museum. I'll be I, I, I'm not coming to the museum. So with you now. you're just going to have to go around the exhibits in a different order. I don't even know why we're friends, Dan. I'll plot out my route. I'll send it to you so you can plot an alternate route. Charlie, you can sit in the cafe. Yeah. And we'll text Which one? you our order <laughs> at yeah. the appropriate time. And if you're lucky, I might text you one of Rich's thoughts that he has, what his ideas <laughs> that he's trying to I'm bounce off I'm not on board with me. this. I've, this. This sounds like a very mean day out. <laughs> to be honest, Charlie, <laughs> you know Rich's ideas are going to be bollocks. So I think you're getting, <laughs> I think you're getting away with it. Well, look. Now we've now we've finished all of that and I've been crowned the winner. In my first decree as the winner, I would like to hear some fantastic news about Flat 29 music. I wonder if anyone can deliver that for me. Flat 29 have recorded some new music. We alluded to it in January. And here we are in April. <laughs> by by <laughs> alluding to it, we said very clearly us, that we had we had a new EP coming that was three songs. It <laughs> was it, we didn't, it wasn't alluded to. It was very clearly expressed. I love that it's like classic us. <laughs> we alluded to something, then nothing happened for months on end, <laughs> and now here we are. <laughs> I'm kind of delivering this news like I'm on trial. <laughs> if you look at Exhibit A. <laughs> So in January we made clear illusions. <laughs> in January we um we teased that we'd recorded some new music last year and that we were going to bring it out this year on our streaming platforms um, and we teased a new single, not a single, a new song from it which was Quit in the Gym in the last podcast. Um, but now we know that the new EP which is called Memories of a Cruise memories of a cruise will be out on the 8th of may 2020 good day where can you listen to that may you can listen to that on whichever your dsp of choice is uh, what's a dsp it's a digital service provider daniel Ah. so should you have a subscription with spotify you will find it there under the flat 29 artist page it is also available on amazon youtube apple music iTunes for your downloading pleasure. 
What about things like Deezer that I don't really know what it is? Well, I certainly wouldn't recommend Deezer, but you can also <laughs> find it. It, it. it is available on, on many, if not all, streaming platforms. Cool. So basically, Flat29 have done some new music and it's everywhere. So I guess what we're saying is people should listen to it, right? Yes. Maybe that was implied in this whole thing. I don't know why I felt the need to clarify that. More importantly, I think people should uh, check our social media pages. For there, they will find a link to pre-save the release of our fabulous new EP. And uh, that will allow them, uh, for the second it gets released, uh, for it to immediately jump into their playlists and be available to them. Um, So uh, make sure you go and and click on the buttons uh, for your favourite service. uh, You have instant access to uh, the best beats you will hear all year. And remember, in January, we released Secret Handshake on all these streaming platforms as well. So So if you haven't already checked out Secret Handshake on your streaming platform of choice, do it now. Because it's a banger. So Rich, now that you've presented all of this evidence like a trial, how do you plead? Not guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll wait till the jury comes back to see whether that's upheld. Uh, thanks everyone go and listen to some music online and to finish we're going to play out with because I'm a DJ now and that's what DJs do we're going to play out with uh, a little snippet of one of those songs this is going to be in our historical theme show uh, a little bit of the song Dad's Gone Retro go and listen to the full thing on your DSP that I've just learned what that is Uh, so go and listen to it there Bye. 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 Flat 29's big book of everything. Another topic down, a millions to go. We've covered that in enormous detail. There's nothing else you could possibly want to know. He's listening to the final, watching VHS, and insists that the quality is still the best. He sold his smartphone and his DVDs He's even better